Hey mama, is the number one dream in your heart to have more time to be present with your kids? Do you wish you could be present enough to help create and instill godly character? Yet you are so busy with work, drowning in the to-dos, the laundry, and the carpool lines. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, wife to an amazing guy, and daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home while struggling to still have time to pour into my kids. The guilt was overwhelming and the to-do list just kept growing. And I was completely overwhelmed and stressed until I realized that I could create systems in my life and my motherhood that would change everything. In this podcast, you will learn time management, batching, habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hello, friends. I'm so excited to welcome a special guest today. You are in for a real treat. She is so wonderful. So her name is Erica Diaz Castro, and she is another time management coach. She helps anxious, overwhelmed Christian women break free from their to-do lists. She is a Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach, and she is quite amazing. So we talk a lot about God and having God at the center of your life and making choices and how we as a type personalities find that really hard to do because we want to be in control. But how do we give control to God and be open and just available for his leading? So I can't wait for you to jump into our conversation. At the end, we talk a little bit about a conference that she has coming up called Her Renewed Strength Conference. And it is awesome. It's totally free. And I can't wait for you to check it out. So if you want to hear more about Erica, If you dive into our episode today and you're like, I can't get enough of her. She is so fun. Go to her podcast. It's called Her Renewed Strength, and it is amazing. So you can find her at herrenewedstrength.com and also herrenewedstrength.com slash conference to hear more about her incredibly free event that she is going to be hosting this upcoming November. So sign up for that right away. I'm super excited to hear all the amazing speakers she has there. All right, without further ado, let's dive in. Hey friends, we have one of my special friends and a unique guest, Erica. She is a time management coach as well. She's going to be talking about some really fun stuff. And then a super surprise that we have at the end that we'll talk a little bit more about. So here we go. We're going to jump in and uh, talk a little bit. Erica, why don't you introduce yourself and just say hi. Hey, I'm Erica. I call myself your Jesus loving Puerto Rican life coach. And yeah, Michelle is one of my dear friends. So thanks for having me today. 
I do time management indeed. My mission is really to get more women in the word of God. And so the number one barrier for the women that I support and serve is time. I don't have enough time. So I help to overcome that block and really grow in a beautiful relationship with the Lord through the study of his word and really growing in your walk with him. So fun. It is. Um, Yeah, it's good. Something we all need, right? Yeah. I mean, if you walk with the Lord, you got to spend that time with him to build that relationship, like any relationship. Right. Right. And how do you do that as a busy mom trying to work and take care of your kiddos and to manage your house mm-hmm. and maybe even homeschool? How do you yeah. fit all that in? Yeah, I do do all those things. And I think it's just important to understand that some level of structure is helpful because it serves as a guide. I know when I was younger, I actually really hated routines and structure because I felt like I had to do whatever was there. I have a very legalistic mindset at times. That's like my, I'm kind of bent towards following rules precisely as they are listed. And if I saw a routine or some sort of structure laid out for me, I thought that I needed to do it exactly as it was kind of like a good girl mentality. And it's not like that. Actually, I found that if I just have kind of like a skeleton structure in place, some sort of idea of what's going to happen when I can work within the boundaries of the time I've set aside for that thing or that type of thing. And I can do the things that need to get done and just leaving. And I learned this word from you, just leaving room for margin because some stuff bleeds over into the next block that you've set, or, you know, maybe it doesn't take as much time. Maybe you're feeling super tired. Maybe you get sick, just leaving some room so that you're flexible and able to adjust on the fly. Yeah, that's huge. Cause we never know as moms, especially what our day will bring. Oh my gosh. I know craziness. <laughs> yeah. Kids are so unpredictable. And I think that it's interesting how so many of my friends who are the type A's as I was, we are the ones who have like the really energetic kids who are the first to get injured, the first to get sick, like all these things. And then my, my friends who are kind of like carefree, they have like the really calm children. I'm like, how did this happen? <laughs> Like, can we switch personalities? I want the calmness. Yeah. Do you want to swap? I'll watch your kid. You watch mine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're each different. And every mom knows every day is different. You have a plan, plan A, mm-hmm. and you're on plan Z by like 9 a.m. Like you, <laughs> like things are yeah. just the other direction. So you have to be flexible and mm-hmm. have a little bit of room. I think that's one of the hardest things of, as an eight type personality of like, okay, I have to follow this This is my routine. This is what we're doing Mm -hmm. just to be knocked off that routine. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a good thing that God gives us that because it helps us be more flexible and -hmm. realize just to um, go with the flow and figure out things on the fly. Like, okay, this isn't going to work. Let's, let's do this. Yeah. I agree. I definitely, I, sent that out in my email today. I'm like, the Lord is refining me through these kids. And it just continues to be the case in different ways. Like when they were little, then the infant stage, honestly, not my favorite, very challenging for me The like 
inconsistency with sleep and not having any sort of structure because we're at their mercy. Like we literally have to keep them alive. And then they grow into these other stages and there's all these different things that we support them through and are walking with them through, but it does demand our attention and our time. And so it's just been a real growth process. I think this is this marriage. And what I mean by this is motherhood. So being a parent, being married and being a business owner are the three hardest things I've ever done in my life. And I get to do all three. <laughs> Let's say they're all three connected. That's right. Yeah. And I mean, it's changed a lot of how I operate so much so that people who knew me back in the day, they're like, I hardly know you now. I have to get to know you again, you know? And it's not because I changed how I was so much as how I just operate much more efficiently. I was definitely a free spirit. I was structured and organized, but I did like being a free spirit and I never wanted kids or any of that. And so that my life looks the way that it does now, homeschooling mom, doing the things that I do with my family. It just shows like when you're open to letting the Lord lead you, you can be led into a really beautiful life and it will help you grow so, 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 so much in the process. So true. So true. We never know quite what we're going to, I think everybody going into motherhood has a different idea, right? And you're your focus is a little different and you mm-hmm. uh, definitely uses your kids and your marriage to mold you into a little bit different. I think kind of, I've heard it before of it's kind of like a stone that's square, you know, and as it rolls, it mm-hmm. like shaves off all the corners oh, <laughs> and yeah. it keeps going. Then it becomes a circle. All your corners yeah. are getting shaved off as you continue life and you continue kind of going around. Yeah, that's good. I like that. So let's talk a little bit about how does levels of boldness in your faith correspond to time management? There are all the things that we hold on to, right? We're talking about all the plans that we have. And part of that is because we want to be prepared. Part of that is because there is some level of control that we want to have. Sometimes it's just understanding what we might get into. And sometimes it's because we really don't want to go in a particular direction. So as I consider boldness and faith, and this is something that the Lord has been growing me in this year. Boldness was my word for the year for 2023. Joshua 1.9 is my verse of the year. And I honestly thought it was going to look really different. <laughs> and it's it's gone well beyond what I thought it was going to be. Trusting the Lord can be scary when you are one of those people who likes to hold on and take it from me. I was pretty set on being a corporate girl. I was in corporate for since I was like 19, working my way up. I had gone into leadership in my 30s and I lived very comfortably. I enjoyed my job. I enjoyed the people I worked with. And the Lord kind of called me to be home with my kids. And so my husband and I had made a two-year plan to do that. And I read this book. It was by Nancy Wilgamoth DeMoss. I might be saying her name wrong, but Nancy wrote this book and it's called Lies Women Believe. In this book, she shares a bunch of kind of mindsets that women have adopted. And one of them was that we deserve a career. And when I read that, I was like, 
I never thought that I deserved it. I just thought that that's what I would do. I was raised by women who, by a number of women who collectively taught me that independence was important, that I would do really well if I worked really hard and to be a, you know, I was a natural go-getter. So they really cultivated that in me. So I thought the natural progression in my life was to be a career woman. And I was a little bit married to that identity for a while before I came to know Christ. But as I was growing in this way, I was already a mom, I was already a business owner, and I was working in corporate America. My husband and I had the discussion about me coming home. And the real reason we didn't jump right into it was because we liked the comfortability of our financial situation. So right there, that just reveals that we didn't trust the Lord with our finances. And that's a, it might sound like if you're in the same situation right now and you're like, I don't know, that sounds a little harsh. It's the truth. It's what it is. When you trust the Lord and he tells you and he shows you that this is what he is leading you to do, you do it in his time. When he prompts you to do it, you do it. So that day, I remember it was March 31st of 2022. And I was walking around my condo and I was like enjoying the book. And when I heard that part of it, I was I listened to an audiobook. I turned it off and I was like, Lord, I never thought that I felt this way. If I'm holding on to my career and you want me to let it go, I'll let it go. Just make it really, really clear. Anything you say, I will do it. I was by myself walking around my condo when I prayed that prayer. Two hours later, my husband calls me and he's like, hey, I was thinking, you know, I saw that you were home today and I had taken the day off. And he's like, I really could tell that you enjoyed yourself being home and you were just getting the house in order and doing things that are normal, but you just look so joyful. And I just started praying. And I don't know, what if we bring you home now instead of waiting two years? And I was like, oh, <laughs> what makes you say that? And he thought about it and he's like, well, I did the math and of course we wouldn't have two salaries, but we could still make it work on one. Let's do it. What do you say? And I was like, okay. And the next day I submitted my notice and I left corporate America in 2022 after being at, at my company for 10 years. And what that shows is that when the Lord moved us, we said, yes, move us. We didn't resist. We didn't push back. And the same thing happens in our days with time management. Sometimes we have these plans and we are so focused on doing the things that we've committed in our minds and hearts to do that when the Lord shows us that we need to do something else, we resist. Maybe it's our kids saying, hey, I want to play at the playground for longer. You don't know who's at the playground waiting to meet you and maybe know your testimony, right? Just know your kindness and be pointed to Jesus through that. You don't know who's going to bump into you on the way out. God knows. And so he uses all of these things in our days to move us where he wants to move us into the conversations he wants to move us into, giving us the words that we need to speak on his behalf. But if we're not willing to give up our plans, we will never be able to walk out the plans that he has for us. Yeah, I love that. Just the idea of like, you don't know how your day is going to be structured mm -hmm. or the fact that like you were open to his leading where it was on your heart, like, 
no, no, I kind of feel like I need to be home. And then your husband yeah. confirmed it by God talking to him and him being, Hey, I think you should be home. But you were both open to listening to that and to receiving that and to saying, okay, let's think about it in a logical way. Is this going to work? Is this what we're hearing from God? Is this on our hearts to do? And then, as you said, acting on it and saying, yes, okay. He trusts that you're going to lead us where we're needing to go. Yeah. Yeah. And it is a trust issue. It's just knowing that God has plans. God has purposes and he works through all of it. And I'll tell you the truth. It hasn't been easy living on just one income because we were used to having a lot of financial margin. And in this economy, you know, my husband's job situation changed and the Lord has provided exactly what we needed. We've actually had to trust him in order for us to continue living the way that we live with the circumstances that we're in. And he has provided down to the dollar exactly what we've needed, but it's out of us trusting him, not me going back into the workforce and trying to be more comfortable again, you know? And I think part of what we struggle with as humans is fighting for comfort versus fighting for trusting the Lord. And I think it's easier to fall into the habits and the plans that we have because we've already mentally prepared for those things. Whereas sometimes the Lord prompts us to do something or sometimes he makes it abundantly clear that this is the path and it's so unknown or inconvenient that we decide we're still going to stay in our comfort zone not because we want to be disobedient, but because we don't want to suffer. So true. It's very true. It's an easy choice to make if you aren't open to the idea of change. Like mm -hmm. it's easier to stay where you're comfortable, right? It's oh, easier yeah. to stay where you have, you have two jobs and a big income and mm -hmm. you're able to put your kids, you know, somebody else watches them or whatever. Yeah. It's easier that way than to say, okay, we're going to step into this that we think God's leading us to. And mm -hmm. it's going to be a little messy. It's not yeah. going to be as clean and clear as we would like. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of waiting. And I tell you, I didn't know how impatient I was until this season that we're like waiting on a bunch of things. And I think that if I know the time frame in advance, I don't get impatient. I'm just like, okay, then that's what it is. But without knowing, sometimes we're just waiting on the Lord to move us like Elijah, right? Elijah did not know that when the Lord was going to move him from the brook Kareth over on into the next place that he was going when he was going to stay with the widow and her son. And so it takes trust. It takes knowing that he's going to open up the time to do it, that he's going to lead you to do the thing. And that leads me back to time management. Sometimes our problem is that we're not sure when we're going to do that thing that we plan to do if we don't do it when we plan to do it. And what I learned this year, especially, which is one of the things that I did not anticipate learning was in my business, I don't know when I'm going to do certain things because now I'm homeschooling my daughter. I'm fully stay at home. I'm also doing other things and serving in my local church and Sometimes my business isn't top priority. Every day, it's not top priority. It's never been top priority, but even less now. Like it doesn't even make the top four, top five. Maybe it comes in at number six. So if something gets 
quote unquote, in the way of the plans that I have to work on this project or send this email, I have to take a second and pause and pursue the Lord and his heart and ask for the grace to just get through this moment so that I can trust him to open up the gap of time that I need to finish the thing that I thought that I was going to work on. So trust is hard and it does require being uncomfortable. And I think, especially for the women that I serve, because I talk to women who are anxious or overwhelmed or both, and that anxiety crushes. It's so burdensome and women just don't want to go through it. So they take the path of least resistance. Yeah. I think that's so true. We, nobody wants to go through it that way, No, but it's in those hard places that God meets us and that we wouldn't see all the amazing things that he's going to do. Yeah. Oh, so cool. I'm excited that you have taken on homeschooling with your kiddos. You get to learn so much more about their little personalities. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's been a challenge for a number of reasons, and it's been a blessing for way more reasons. So, you know, I never wanted really to be as involved as I am with my children, but that's really because I never even wanted kids. So thinking back to when I was a working woman in corporate, like the corporate grind doesn't stop. So I prioritized corporate over my family life a lot of days. And I was okay with someone else staying with my children for like 12, 13 hours, you know? And thinking about it now, I'm like, when I'm gone from them for two hours, I'm like, that's a lot. (laughs) It's so different. Really different. Really different. Mm -hmm. And I forgot, how old are your kiddos? Five and two. They're so little. And they're busy. They are, yeah. And my son is actually very calm compared to my daughter. She's the five-year-old. He's a two-year-old. He's very chill. And when they're with me, my daughter is always energetic, but when my son is with me, he's like so chill. He reads books. He chills out. He doesn't bug anything or anyone. My daughter is always on a thousand trillion. She's like the energizer bunny and she wants to be entertained at all times. So she's always asking for a story or a song or performing something. Like if you see us in the store and she's sitting in the cart, she's creating some sort of like play production in the cart and everyone in the store is part of the story. So she's like pointing to people. So it is fun, but it does require focus and putting things in its place. Yes, definitely. I can remember I'm, I'm more of like, let's make this fun. Let's do stuff. So when we would go to run errands, it was crazy. We, I would just try to keep them like, make it as fun as possible. Keep them entertained. Yeah. <laughs> get through our errands and have a great time. That's right. Yeah. Cause the last thing you want to hear is I'm bored. I want to go home. I don't want to do this. Oh my gosh. I think I'm so triggered by those words. My kids would just pick fights with each other. So if I kept them busy, they would kept them like moving and on yeah, a good roll. Yeah. Like, let's go mm-hmm. do this. Let's fun. Everybody have a snack. Let's yeah. keep moving. Then yep. they would be in a better attitude. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. Mine, mine don't really fight with each other. Angie is very much like a nurturing big sister. 
So she supports him a lot. If he's having a moment, she's like, what do you need? Big sister's here. It's really sweet. It's really cute. Yeah. I think they did some of that when they were little, but they also like would, you know, push each other's buttons now more than ever. But um, oh yeah, I believe it. Cause your kids are like older. They're in that age. Eight. Let's see. The youngest one just turned 10. So 10, 11 and 13. Oh my gosh. Preteen and teen. I know some of these days <laughs> you're going to, yeah. It's many days from now, many days. Yeah. I hold know. on to that many days. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's funny. I was thinking yesterday I'm in Jeremiah and I noticed that he all, I mean, all the prophets, when you read the prophets, they all refer to time in days. Like they're not speaking about years. They're not speaking months. They'd say many days later. And I started to think about that. I'm like, I'm over here thinking in the long term, like jumping way ahead when I can really only consider things day by day, if I'm being honest. Like it's nice to have plans, but it's more realistic to kind of be prepared for the next few days ahead, you know? Yeah. You can only prepare so much. I mean, I think it's especially for us in this season of, of craziness, mm -hmm. logistically, we just finished flag football for two children and in two different schools at two no. different locations at the exact same time. How Most, did you do it? I just Someone had to rely really on <laughs> extra people. <laughs> yeah. To be like, I can't get my kid to this game, but I can come pick him up. Can you get him to the game? Or oh, yeah. I'll take your kid. I can get to this game. Mm -hmm. Or my husband works from home. So sometimes he's been able to, I can't pick up the kids from school. I'm going to this game. Can you pick them? Yeah. Yeah. Support but was, having a community. Yeah. You definitely have to have a community. But also I found that like, we couldn't think too far ahead. Mm -hmm. He'd be like, okay, what's happening tomorrow? Where are we go? What am I doing? Who am I picking up? Yeah. You know? But if we didn't plan out at least a week or so, we couldn't figure out, oh, wait, no, I need you not to do this thing so that you will be available to pick up a child. Mm -hmm. So it was just kind of interesting that the plans that changed so fast, but we didn't want to plan out too much. <laughs> so yeah. we'd, we'd plan out like the next day and think about the week ahead, but we couldn't do too much more than just the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because things change so fast. Yeah. I get it. But it's all good. It makes it, it makes it more fun, right? Yeah. Keeps us young. Keeps you on your toes. Mm -hmm. um, so speaking of timing, what should someone do if they're struggling with trusting God's timing with things? I know we love to get things done as we mentioned, like you know, our order or what we're thinking and we're planning this. I think as moms, it's hard not to plan, but then at the same time, if you're struggling with, okay, God's timing is still kind of not the way I would like, what kind of things can somebody do? This is a good question. I have a history of being that person and like going before the Lord. And I can tell you with a hundred percent, confidence that every time it ended bad, <laughs> it was like not ideal. The consequences I had to pay 
for having gone before the Lord. And I think that it is one thing to struggle with trusting his timing. It's another to let that affect your decisions. So number one, I would say I'm going to use the ARC method. So I, I use the ARC method with my clients. Michelle knows. ARC it out. The ARC method is a three-step method. The Lord gave me this in the middle of the pandemic. So shout out to God, because it was like one of those things that you get a download of and you're like, wow, that's really good. I didn't read it in a book. I never saw it before. So where did it come from? It came from directly from the Lord. And so the first step is to assess a for assess. The second step is to release. The third step is to create. And I'll explain in the context of answering this question. So if you're struggling to trust the Lord's timing, A, assess what you're struggling with and why. Get to the bottom of it. And something that a lot of corporations teach their leaders is to dig into the why of something. So we want to ask why at least five times. And this is really going to uncover the root cause of what you're struggling with. So let's take, for example, why I didn't want to leave my job as soon as we started thinking about bringing me home to be with our kids. Number one, why are you afraid to leave your job? Well, we have all these bills and we need two incomes. Okay, why do you need two incomes? Well, we like to have more than what we need. We want to pay our bills and still have buffer room to save and to spend. Okay, but why? Well, we like to live comfortably and freely and not say no to things that we want. Why? Because we've already gone through that when we were younger and broke and we don't want to go through it again. Why? Because ultimately we like being comfortable. And if sacrificing comfort is something that we're going to do, like we know that we'll feel the pain of that. And we already know what that pain feels like. We don't want to deal with that again. So when we keep asking why, you get to the root cause. Well, I already know what it feels like to be living tight. And I don't like that feeling. I don't want to go through that again. I don't want to suffer. There's almost this, for me, at least for us, it was almost like we felt entitled to not suffering anymore, despite suffering in other ways, because it was in the midst of me going through chemo that we both realized that we wanted me to be home with our kids. So we were still suffering. We're in a season of suffering. We just didn't want to suffer financially, right? So, okay, trusting God. After you get to the root cause of your distrust, release it, give it to God, bring it to the Lord and really ask him to enter your heart and to start to soften it in a way that helps your will to align with his will. You never want your will to be unaligned because the problem with that is that your actions and your even your emotions start to put distance between you and the Lord. What is that distance? Sin. It leads you to sin. And you don't want that. We want to honor the Lord with our thoughts. We want to honor the Lord with our actions, with our words. And it's important when we do feel these big emotions, these negative feelings about whatever it is, to bring that to the Lord because our emotions were designed to bring us to the Lord, to point us back to God. And the third thing that I would say is to create. And what I want you to do is to kind of let go of the idea that that actually is work what you're doing when you create is actually creating space, creating space for the Lord to give you the desires that align with his will, to give you the desires that would lead you in the direction that he has for you. And I think it's important also to pray incrementally. Don't pray just for the big picture. Pray for the next step. 
the next step of doing whatever it is that is requiring you to trust him is to decide in your heart to trust him and to really believe that he is good. So pray for that understanding and that wisdom and spend that time in his word with him so that you can just continue to get to know him more and hear from him more. Love that. There's so much wisdom in just the words that you were saying of being able to use the arc method and really get down to your why. And the fact that you have to ask yourself four or five times, why, but why am I struggling with this? Why is this an issue? Why am I having a hard time with this situation or this thing? Just as you said, just keeps digging down to like deeper and deeper. It's like in the Narnia books, the Chronicles of Narnia, when Eustace is a dragon and then the only way he can get free of that and back to a boy is when Aslan goes and like takes off all his layers, <laughs> all the different layers of your reasons of like, why? Like, oh no, this isn't the bottom, you know? And so you're still asking why, what's the next layer? Your fear, what's the next layer? Pain, you know, it's important because a lot of times I think we make decisions just based on like, oh, okay, well, I don't want to do this. So I'm just not going to we don't dig into like, well, what's the deeper reason? And like, maybe let's, let's fix that or take a look at that or release that part. And I think that would help us not have to connect, not have to go through that as maybe difficultly as what I want to say, but taking that path allows you to just kind of understand a little bit more like, oh, okay. So I don't want to do this, but God's leading me into it. He wants me to work on this. Yeah. I have not read the Narnia books, but this is, I think, the second or third time they're referenced in the last couple of weeks. So maybe I need to read the Narnia books. <laughs> I think so. They're great it's, to read to your kiddos. Oh, I believe it. I do. Yeah, we're doing read alouds little by little. So it's good. I agree, though. You know, I think so much of what you shared in that example, peeling back the layer of fear, peeling back the layer of pain and whatever else layers are in there, it doesn't happen naturally because that growth is painful and we don't want to endure that pain, right? Like we're trying to avoid suffering. And why are we doing that? Because we want to feel safe at all times, but we have to remember it and not just have an intellectual understanding of this, but also have an understanding deep in your spirit. God is safe. Jesus is safe right? And if he's leading you to do something, you can't preserve your own safety better than he can. Right. Right. It's the, the first, I can't remember it of that. We're inside of Jesus's hands and then his hands are inside the father's hands. So like nothing can get to us beyond, they'd have to go through two layers. Yeah. 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 So cool. I love that. So tell us a little bit about what you have coming up. There's something special that we're going to talk about. And so I'm excited to just share. What do you have coming up in the pathway? So there is a very special event that we are hosting over at Her Renewed Strength Co. And it's called the Renewed Conference. So 2023 Renewed Conference is going down November 6th through November 10th. 
And this is a virtual experience where we are equipping and encouraging women to walk out their faith with boldness so that you can do what the Lord is leading you to do so that you can walk with him and know him and just really have this beautiful relationship that births beautiful things that come from it. Right. And so this is fully online. We're hosting it across three platforms. We have 10 speakers who will present across five days. We're dropping two presentations per day. And that's going to be available inside of a platform called Learn. Then we have a private community that's hosted inside of Slack. So everybody who's anti-Facebook, don't worry. We have it over on Slack. And in our Slack community, we have different channels, a Meet the Speakers channel, Q&As for the speakers, discussion with other participants. And we also are actually corporately fasting during that week. So if you want to participate in that, we'll kind of teach you how to fast according to Isaiah 58. And then we'll be praying and covering each other that week. And then that's all happening on Slack. The third platform is Zoom. So we're having a conference party on November 10th at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. And that's happening on Zoom. It's a live party, Q&A with all the speakers. All 10 of them will be there. And we're also doing giveaways. We're giving away some books and some other cool things. And we get to just have fellowship and pray with each other and get to know each other and just put faces to names and interact in real time. So if you're interested, Michelle has a link. So you can use Michelle's link to head over and register for free. It's absolutely free. You don't need to pay anything and you'll have access to all of the content for 30 days. So access expires December 10th unless you upgrade to lifetime access, in which case you'd have it for the rest of time. Yeah, so awesome. I just love that you're offering it for people who are like, I'm not quite sure. Maybe I'll just try this out. And it's a free thing. Like come try it out. If it benefits you, these are incredible speakers that you have a chance to listen to. And if you want to save that forever or listen to it later, or you're yeah. not able to listen to it at the time you want, it's super reasonable, I think, to jump up to VIP to be able to have those conversations forever. But yeah, it's like really fun. 30, 39 bucks. So it's very, very reasonable. Like I said, we have 10 speakers, 10 sessions. I'll just kind of name a couple of them. Day one is all about Bible study from discipline to delight, shifting your mindset about Bible study. This is by Mary Reed. Heather Preston, who's an author and she has a master's in theological studies. She's actually presenting on confidence and comprehension. So understanding scripture, which is a big struggle for some people. On day two, we've got Danny Watson, who's an interior designer, and she's going to be talking about creating a home you love so that you have the freedom to welcome others in hospitality. That's the one that I was like most looking forward to because I'm that's my area of opportunity. I like think my house needs to be Pinterest perfect before I can invite anybody in. So she really helps those of you who feel like me get over that and move on and open up your home and be able to serve others and minister to others in that way. And then we also have Elise Rooney, who's presenting on rest, renewed through rest, finding rest in a world demanding more is her session. We have Wednesday, a session on forgiveness with Lisa Limehouse, who is a certified trauma and transformation coach. 
We have Reclaim Your Whole Health God's Way with Michelle McCoy, and she's a certified holistic and functional health coach. And that's going to be awesome. On Thursday, we have a discussion on leadership from bashful to bold in leadership. And that's with Tanya Egensether. And then we also have Brandy Coffin, who is going to be talking about rhythms and developing habits and routines so that you can step into God's goodness. And then we close out Friday with a talk from me, which is called Steadfastness Through Suffering, Trusting God in the Midst of Trials. And this will actually kind of be an introduction to apologetics. So if anyone's interested in learning more, that'll be the sphere of my discussion. And Bonnie Jean Schaefer, who is an author and an incredible speaker, she's going to be sharing a message called Deal with the Darkness, Shine Boldly for Christ and Fulfill Your God-Given Mission. And honestly, I didn't know what to expect from Bonnie's presentation. And then I watched it and I was blown away. (laughs) I was actually like, I wish there was more. It's incredible. It's so, 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 so good. So all of these talks are going to be really life-giving and definitely contributing to major transformations for a lot of the women who are joining us. I think that's so awesome. It's totally free. Like go check it out. Like these amazing speakers. I think it's also just a really fun stepping stone. If you come from a background that's not super biblically based and you're kind of wondering how do I study the word? How do I get in the word? This seems, do I just start at Genesis and just start reading? Yeah. <laughs> Your Bible study is just going to end in like Leviticus or Deuteronomy. It's just going it, to, those are hard books. So just getting a little bit deeper, finding the necessary, like fun in connecting with God and, and working through like having a good rhythm of Bible study and also oh, just its impact. Yeah, and, Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. Super fun. I can't wait. So we'll just wrap up our time, but this has been so much fun hanging out and talking about all the wonderful things. So definitely go and check out the renewed conference. It's totally free, as we said, and to upgrade is really super, super reasonable, which I just love because I mean, (laughs) it's like a trip to target. That's about it. We have to be careful with how we freely spend our money. So this is a good investment. If you are in a mood to buy something for yourself, invest in yourself, it'll be well worth it. And I didn't mention this, but we actually have a whole swag bag prepared. So in every session, you have a gift that is available to you. You're not just consuming information. You're also getting gifts. So more for you guys. So cool. So cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time and thank you. Um, have a good rest of your day with your little ones. Thank yeah. you. So have a great much. day, guys. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please, please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. 
This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com, and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses, or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. 